Low, low, we're on. Shit, man, we're on, bro. Season two. Season two. Welcome back, you guys, to Educate and Elevate. Man, it feels good to be back, right, Pablo? Oh, yeah, man. Sheesh. Nice little break. First one back. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's the like best. preseason. It's literally the preseason is back. Now it's like playoff season because we're, we're in November right now. And it's a, it's a big time of the year. And we, she, we actually have a special guest on today. His name is Nestor Gutierrez, the CEO of Rancho Express Lube in Rancho Cucamonga. Also the founder of Infinite Growth Expo that is coming to you guys very soon in November 18th at the city of Ontario with massive, massive speakers. So we decided, Pablo and I, to bring him on and just highlight his story. He has an incredible story. He's a father. He's a business owner, and he's a Latino as well that's doing it big time. So I want to give it up to you guys, man, and thank you for being on the show, bro. Yeah, hey, man. everyone. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you know, high praise goes to Armando and Pablo. I, I really appreciate being here, guys. Um, I, I love the the community, you know, the Latino community, and I love when Thanks. when we're all winning, you know. So yeah. thank you for, for having me right here. Massive, bro. Of course, man. Thanks for making the drive, and I know you definitely got a busy schedule, especially with, <laughs> with the event coming up, which yeah. we'll get into and stuff like that, man. Yeah. But... Uh, we'll get into all the details with that, but let you know. Let's dive right into it, man. Like, okay, Nestor at you know five, six, seven years old. You know who who were who were you? What what were you planning on doing? Like, qué clase de niño eras? You speak Spanish, I'm yeah, assuming, sí, right? Sí, sí. Claro yeah, que sí, yeah. yeah. So, yo yo cuando tenía cinco años, yo 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 vivía en México. Yo vivía en México. Um, y en México, pues la la vida es dura. Todos sabemos que es, es dura la vida. Yeah. Y este um, en un pueblo muy chiquito. A mi papá venía para acá a trabajar um, temporalmente. Eh, es uh, trabajador de agricultura. Y este... No, yo casi crecí desde el principio que sí, casi sin verlo mucho. Porque él siempre trabajaba mucho. Yeah. Para, para darnos la vida que, que nos quería dar. Este... Aún todavía trabaja muy duro. Y a los, a los ocho años uh, nos trajo para acá, para Estados Unidos. Y, y uh, when we came over here, like, I mean, obviously, you know, I didn't know English. It was tough. Yeah. It, it was tough. And um, I started third grade over here, and it was very complicated. Um, I got really depressed, you know. Uh, I didn't know what the hell was going on. People would talk to me. They were friendly, but I'm like, you know, I, I don't know what's going on. And um, it was crazy because, you know, things, the school over there and, and the school over here are completely different, you know. And um, they would have, like, assemblies. I'm like, what the hell? Like, why is everyone meeting? You know, that was just different for me. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, a month later, um, they had, there was this big uh, assembly, and my parents were there. I'm like, what the hell? Did I do something wrong? Why are my parents here? <laughs> and, uh, well, I, I won student of the month. I'm like, why did I win student of the month? I'm like, what did I do, you know? Yeah. So I guess I, I had really good behavior, and um, I guess, like, I was really putting in the work. Like, like in things that I was good, it was, uh, it's always been math. Mm. So that, that was kind of like the subject that really it, it made me uh, uh, get that uh, award. And I was just like panicking. Like, well, like I was like so worried. I'm like, damn, my parents are going to beat me up. Yeah, like, why, why the, are they here? I see the chunk line. Yeah, you know, so um, <laughs> just fast forward. You know, I, I started le learning the language. Um, I really, you know, committed to it. And it's it's funny because even before I learned it, like I would, I remember I would just lay in bed and I would just st start saying like a bunch of like, like, blah, 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 like, I'm like, I wonder if I'm saying anything in English right now. Like, you know? Yeah. That was, like, my mentality. Like, I'm like, one day I'm, I'm going to learn English. And, um, I mean, I still have an accent. It's, it's not perfect. But, you know, now, like, it's it's way better than it was before, you know? And I had a lot of help. Um, there was only, it's crazy because when I was going to school, there was, there was only, like, two people that knew Spanish in the whole school. Mm. Wow. And uh, those two people, like, really helped me, like, you know, translate. And they were very helpful. And um, I had, like, ESL classes, and um, that was really the main difference, you know. And 
when when I went to uh, when I moved up to high school, um, you know, everyone's looking into colleges and universities. I'm like, damn, well, I'm an immigrant. Like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to, you know, take this uh, to the next level. Right. And uh, it was kind of like a, one of those moments. I w- I was sad. Yeah. And I was really pursuing the football uh, career. Uh, I played football. I was pretty good at it. I had a I had a, some offers from uh, colleges, and I'm like, damn, like, well, I'm getting offers, but. <laughs> If they knew that, you know, like, I don't, uh, I'm not from here, you know. And I just told myself, you know what, I'm going to make it, make it possible just to go to a community college, pay out of pocket. And uh, that was really my focus. I, I throughout, even uh, even after I graduated from uh, eighth grade, like, I would gr- I would work every single day. You know, I would go home, and uh, I would get home, like, around 3, 3.30, and uh, I would go hit all my neighbors. I would do their yard work. Mm. So for two, three hours, you know, they would pay me 10 bucks. So... I would do math and like you know at least 30, 30 bucks a day and then that's that's this a week and yeah. you know a month I can start putting it away so that's that's where it started you know and then by the time I graduated I had like about thirty thousand in my in my savings and when I came over here because I'm I'm from where I used to live uh like it's literally like the middle of nowhere I don't know if you guys heard about Lake Tahoe but it's up there it's a small town yeah you're Lake Tahoe yeah yeah um, it's literally like a hometown uh, my hometown was what like like four hundred people. Yeah. Very small, very uh, yeah, tiny, yeah. you know. And um, when I came over here, once again, you know, like I, I was like, I, I've never been in really in the city. Yeah. And I get here, and I was like, like it was, it was tough because I was, I was away from my parents. You know, that's like the first time being, being away from them, like, uh, just like for a long time. Yeah. And it was tough, even though I was with family over here. Like, it's did, it, it didn't feel like home. And yeah. um, it was just, uh, it took a, a time to adapt and. It was tough. Once again, you know, I almost got kicked out of college just because it was weird because they accepted me, but I was going to pay the non-resident uh, tuition, which was pretty expensive. It was like, I yeah, think... It's more expensive when you're not a resident yeah, in California. Yeah, it, it was like 200 uh, bucks uh, per unit or something like that. And I mean, you do the math, all the classes, like, mm-hmm. you get a lot of money. I told my dad, I'm like, I don't care how much I'm going to pay, but I'm going to do this, you know? And then I'm like, I'm going to go for the automotive repair. And um, I had... Like they made it impossible. Like the w- there was a my counselor. Like she's like, oh, you can't do this. You know, this is, you're you're not from here. You you, you don't you don't qualify for DACA. Like it's 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 just not gonna happen. Uh, I'm sorry, but you're not. You can't just go to class anymore. And I don't uh, know what happened, but that person got fired. That person got that fired. That told you that. That told me that. So I don't know if she had trouble with other people. But uh, a following week, like someone reached out to me. Hey, I'm I'm your new counselor. Um, I see a lot of things that uh, are not done correctly. We we need to fix this, and you actually do qualify for that. I'm like, I'm like, why? What was the other person telling me no? You know. So, um, when when that when she told me that, I'm like, man, like I, I got so excited. I'm kidding the children. I'm just thinking about it, you know, because my emotions like, damn, like I'm not gonna have to pay out a, a um a non-resident. It's not gonna be that much money, and now the expenses are gonna be a little bit lower, and that means that you know I have more room for for other things. So. As, as everything's going, you know, things started getting better. And um, when uh, for the first semester, I mean, I didn't have time to work. I was just dedicated to school. Mm-hmm. And li- it, it was hard, you know, because all, all the money that I had saved up, it was going away pretty fast with all the books and all the things, you know. So I, I started applying for scholarships. And that's one of the things I still think about, you know, like almost no one does them. Scholarships? Yeah. There yeah. was some scholarships. I got them just because I was the only one that applied. There's a lot. I've I've heard there's a yeah. lot it's of like so many scholar- like scholarships pe- pe- people out there. like people like want the easy way out, you know. And and 
when when there was like two two scholarships that I got because they're like honestly we're not trying to bash you but you know like we're you glad that you you applied <laughs> but like it was only oh. you that applied you know so he's like we always they say we always talk about them but people don't want to do the work they don't want to do the essays they don't want to do anything you know and I'm like damn like people complain about not having money for for school but then there's so many grants and scholarships that mm. they don't apply for you know that's so, good um. I was all all over the scholarships, man. Like, well, I, well what's I, the easy route, right? Just take a loan out. Yeah, just take a loan out, or, or just have your parents pay pay for for your schooling. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's just like I, I just think about it. I'm like, damn, like there's so many uh, opportunities, even in, when you're going to school. You know, that you can be applying mm-hmm. for scholarships, and I I know sometimes you know you do have a lot of uh, uh, classes that you need to be taking, and you don't mm-hmm. have time to to do a, a three page essay or answer a couple questions, and like uh, people just don't want to do that, you know, and yeah. um, that really helped me to uh, get through college as well financially because I wasn't working. The first year, I didn't work at all. The second year, so after the first year, I went back to my parents for the three months mm-hmm. that I was off, and I um, I went to work with my dad. He's an agriculture worker, and um, I worked every single day, um, and I got more money to to make it happen for the second semester. Yeah. Well, second semester, I was I was driving on, on Haven. I was coming down. Were you going to Chafee? I was Ch- Chafee College. They have uh, an automotive. Yeah, 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 they have automotive. So I went to Chafee College. I was on Haven and right there on uh, on Church, uh, right before you get to um, Foothill, the street was blocked. Uh, there was construction, so it was uh, a detour. And then um, the way they took me on the detour, um, before I got to the light, I looked to the left. I don't know. It was one of those moments. I was like, oh, what's here, you know? And that's where the shop was, where, where I own it now, you know. And I'm like, now hiring. I'm like, shit. Let me let me stop. Let me, let me see what what it's about, you know. Let me see if they're they're interested. I know. I mean, I know my situation, and I don't know. I don't know if it's possible. But let me let me just give it a shot. You know, I went there and uh, the managers were racist. They're like, oh no no, we're not hiring. And then in the background, like you can hear like the the owners like, man, what do you mean? You've been telling me you need more people. He's like, come come to my office. And he got mad. You know, he's like, why are you telling me you're not hiring when, when you just keep telling me? You know. And I go in there. We have an interview, and um, you know, he was he he's he's a Latino too, and mm. and he started talking to me. He's like. I'm going to give you the opportunity. I know you have no experience. Um, you never worked at a shop like this, but um, I'm just going to give you a shot. I um, hope you take advantage of it. And I'm like, hell yeah, you know, and, and I started working. And I always had a bad uh, relationship with the manager. They were brothers, and, and they were uh, American. And they just didn't like me, you know. And they would go tell the owner the, the completely opposite of what I was doing. They would tell him, oh, he's not working. He's not this he shows up late he talks back but it was none, none of that you know well, i was actually doing all the work their work and they would be in the back just smoking cigarettes you know? wow and the the owner was an absent owner so he didn't really know what was going on you know right. obviously they were in control they would tell him whatever they wanted to and um they would always just tell him that and I, I, it got to the point where i told my dad you know what i don't like this place i'm just gonna leave um i don't feel comfortable every day i don't look forward going to work and i don't want to be here he's like yeah just quit um, I don't care if, if you know, if, if, if you're not going to have a job, but you know, I don't, I don't want you to, to, um, do that if you're not comfortable. So I told him, like, you know what? I'm not comfortable anymore. He's like, why? He's like, well, I don't like the way I'm treated, you know? And, and I started telling him about it and he started looking at the cameras and he's like, wow. He's like, how long has this been going for? Like since day one, you know, he's like, how come you didn't say anything? I'm like, it's my word against their work. You know, it's, it's I know yeah. it, you, you wouldn't believe me. So I just got tired of it. And I just don't want to be working here. But the other day he ca- uh, he fired those people. Damn. He fired them just because they saw that they weren't really working and they were getting paid pretty well, 
The production wasn't good. They weren't doing anything. Literally, I was doing everything. I had to go downstairs, drain the oil, do my thing, come come upstairs, do their job. And they were just literally, th- and then in the back, there's a little room. They'd just be chilling right there, smoking cigarettes on their phones. And that's what they were doing. And they would go inside, uh, catch people out, and then do their thing, you know. Mm. Um, so I, I won that title pretty fast just because I hustled, you know. And then a month later, he's like, hey, I want you to come on a Sunday, and then I'm, I'm going to have you uh, run the front. I'm like, damn, well, I don't, I don't know how to run the front, you know. He's like, well, I'm going to teach you, you know, so... The own, like, this t- is the owner that you're speaking owner. to, who's Latino uh, as well. Yeah, yeah he, he's the owner. Uh, he's actually the owner of Tin City right <coughs> now. His name's Art Ceballos. Um, he was the owner of Rancho Express Loop, and um, he gave me that opportunity. And I was really focused. I'm like, I gotta make, I gotta make sure he loves it, you know. So that was one of the best days he had that day, you know, on a Sunday. And um, I just really put all my um, all my work and, and and effort to make the best day ever, and I did, you know. And um, he's like, "Man, you're really good at sales." I'm like, "I never sold anything." He's like, "Well, you look at all the things you sold today, mm. without even realizing. You just you just looked at it like, okay, this is my job, and I gotta make sure that you know the the person understands why this is needed, you know." So you he's like, "You focus you focus so much on the information that you know the sale was really easy for them to get." Yeah. And um, he's like, you're going to become the manager pretty soon. Right now, I'm going to put you at assistant. I'm going to be the manager himself. And um, we went. And then three months later, he bumped me up to manager. Next thing comes up, you know, I'm only, what, 19 years old. Everyone else is over 30. They don't want to listen to a young kid. So that was the next thing, you know. Um, people people were, like, bumping heads. Um, they didn't like me uh, telling them what to do. And it got to the point where, like, hey, man, like, we have this conflict now. I understand, like, you know, they're older, I'm younger, and they don't want to listen to me. You know, they don't, they don't like that. So maybe you should get an older manager. He said, no, I like you, and you're going to stay. If they this don't like this it. This is the owner. Leave. This is the owner, yeah. It really sounds like the owner, and I've seen t- his his other shops uh-huh. around town. It sounds like he really took an opportunity, like took a shot with you, right? Oh, yeah. Because one, he, you had. He definitely did, yeah. You, from your background. Mm-hmm. Two, you had no, no experience. Mm-hmm. And then three, obviously, you know, you kind of encountered some type of, um, racism right away, yeah. you know, up front, right? Like now we're not hiring. You know, the sign was out right out front that exactly. we're hiring. Yeah. So he really took a shot on you, man. And then he's. It sounds like now he's even grooming you. Yeah, but he. To he, where you're at he now. Uh, honestly, I mean, really grateful for that guy. Like till this day, like we, we were just talking yesterday about it. Um, he really gave me the shot. I took advantage of it, and um, I really like at the end of the day, I just, I just did my my thing. You know, I showed up, I hustled. Anything he needed, I was there for, you know, and he really appreciated it. And, and I think that, that that's one of the things, bro. I was actually, uh, I was making some content yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the biggest things that a mentor could appreciate mm-hmm. is when the mentee applies Everything. what they're teaching them. Mm-hmm. The mentor's yeah. not looking. He wasn't looking for the results right away. Yeah. No, he, wasn't. he wasn't pressing you for like, hey, you got to go get these results. Mm-hmm. I think what he was wanting was like he was testing you. He was giving you opportunity. And you were fulfilling that opportunity and that obligation that he was giving you. Yep. Hey, come work the front. Okay, I worked right. the front. And look, I ended up getting the results just yeah. naturally. Yeah. Right? And I think that that's what a mentor really wants. Yep. Right? Is he just wants somebody like yourself that was just coachable. Mm-hmm. You were showing up. You were consistent. And you were giving all your effort. Yeah. And um, I think that's that's one of the things, too. You know, you look out nowadays, too. Um, there's so many people that want it, but they don't. They're not coachable. The ego is so high that you tell them something, you try to teach them, but they want to go their own ways, you know. So mm-hmm. when you look at who who's coachable and you look at the results and versus the ones that don't want to be coached, like the, the the difference is pretty high, you know. Mm-hmm. And I like I said, I just really took advantage of that. And and 
he always saw it like I, he uh, uh, I like the fact that he would always tell me, he's like, you know what? You're going to do big things one day. You do big things one day in 2018. He's like, um, I want you to to take over this location. I'm like, man, I'm not ready. I'm still in school. I'm full time. Wow. Um, I'm just not ready for that. How old were you at that I was moment? what, 2018? I was like uh, 20, 2021. Oh, so two years after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The like promotion yeah, yeah. after. Yeah, I, I was like, I'm like, damn, I'm, I'm I'm just not ready, you know. But you know what wasn't ready? The mindset. Mm. I was out partying. I was uh, around with the wrong people, you know. Um, and I mean, I don't do drugs, I don't smoke, I don't do none of that, but I'm just saying the wrong crowd because, you know, a lot of going out, a lot of mm-hmm. just wasting time, you know? And I mean, I, honestly, I if I could go back, that's something I would change, but it's something you gotta go through, you know? Everything happens for a reason, but I just look back at that and I'm like, damn. Now imagine if I if I didn't do that back then, I'd be in a even better position right now, but it, it right. all happens for a reason, you know? Bro, that, that's crazy that you say that because Mark, our barber, uh-huh. we, we have yeah, the same yeah, barber, yeah, bro. Same barber, so yeah. I was getting my haircut last night, shout out to my boy Mark. And we were talking about that same thing mm-hmm. about sometimes you have associations that just want to continue to put, they see you growing. Yeah. Like you were growing, you were doing your thing, right? Mm-hmm. You were trying to, you know, become the, the, the owner of the building or the, the business, you know, you were moving up and people get intimidated by that. Yeah. And they, sometimes your old group of friends or your old association will try and pull you back. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about that same thing. What did you learn during that season? How did you finally persevere and finally get past that, you know what? I got to move past these old group of people, these old friends, and just, I, I want to dive in. I want to become the business owner, and I have my goals and ambitions. You, you know when it really happened? When crunch time came, I said yes to the opportunity, which which was uh, it was supposed to happen uh, March 2020, but with all the COVID thing, it's it was like, I'm like, hey, uh, just give me a chance. Give me a couple months, because right now I don't want to go into business, and, and you know, it's not good right now. Mm. That's when, like, the circle started getting smaller. And it started even getting more smaller when I got married. Why? Because I was, out of the whole group, I was the only married one. Everyone else was, you know, single. Single. You can't be doing single things. like, doing single things, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that's when the circle, like, started getting a little smaller. It got even smaller uh, during COVID. It got, it shrunk when I got my (laughs) business. And at the end of the day, it was really them that they stepped to the side. I didn't say, like, oh, I don't really want to talk to you anymore. But it was just them. So I, at first, I'm like, damn, like, why, why are they not talking to me the same? Yeah. Well, I'm like, I'm like, I don't think they're hating. I mean, they're my friends. They're not hating. But I'm like, I just, w- I wanted the right answers. Like, why, why are they not as cool as as we were before? You know, we went through a lot of stuff, and and like, to me, I was like, I, I couldn't believe it. And I think what uh, what would happen most of the time is is it was one of those people. You know, they're fake. They congratulate you right now in front of you, but behind you, they talk smack, you know? Oh, yeah. And at first, all that ca- really caught to me. Like, I'm like, damn, like. Because these were your boys. Yeah, my, I'm, I'm like, these I'm are my boys point. from here, you know? I'm, I'm like, I'm not saying we go way, way, way back, but I'm like, these are the people that, you know, we were hanging out every weekend, and we did, it went back and forth, you know? They, they did favors, I did favors, and, like, it, it was just crazy to see that happen, you know? Instead of saying, like, oh, man, I'm, I'm you know, I'm really proud of you. I'm really, I'm really, I'm really uh, happy for you. You're doing good things, like. It was oh congratulations like oh you got a business badass bro, yeah they would never take the cars to to get service with me they would take them somewhere else I'm like you know it too I'm like bro like yeah. I'm we're friends like I'm gonna hook you up like why like why why not give the business to someone you know you know bro it's so I, funny I I'm just thinking about that I I when I first got into the insurance industry mm-hmm. I one of my 
all really, really good friends. Uh, <laughs> I came to find out like two years later that he never came to me and he ended up going to somebody else in our own company. That's crazy. And and it's it, sometimes it's like, bro, I've known you for my entire life. Wow. wow. Literally, we've known each other. There's the, the, the chamaquitos, bro. Damn. And sometimes, bro, it's just like that, though. Yeah. That's just, they always say the closest people to you will never be the first ones to support you. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. And, and to, to add to that, too, on the, al- the alchemist, bro, I take a lot from, from books I read. It says a king is never, a man can never be a king in his own town. Because mm-hmm. the people you grow with, bro, for some reason, they, like, look at you as competition. Yep. And I feel like it comes down to that point where, like, man, if he did it, it's kind of like a knock on them. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it's, to, to, you know, to your ass to the point, bro, the stories of, like, why don't you support me, bro? Like, and it, it, it kind of hurts. I feel like it, it does. It, it, it kind of hurts. It, it does hurt. And, like, you know what's crazy? Like, even when, when family does that. Oh, yeah. That's oh, even that's the most worse. craziest thing, you know? Yeah. You know, so uh, it's like when, like, you get I'm, t- some point, at some point you're like, you know, I, you know, okay, he's my friend, you know, whatever. Forget about it. Mm-hmm. When you see family doing like shit, so what now? Like, so who who's really on my side? You know, yeah. Even, yeah. even like close family, they don't they don't support you. They don't they don't say congratulations. They don't they don't say anything. You know, and at the end of the day, it's like fuck. Like, what am I doing wrong? Like, I never done anything to them. Like, why? What's going on? And it got to the point. Like, just even you can say probably like two years ago, I just start. I, I told my wife, I'm like, you know what? At this point, I don't really care. I really focus in in, in growing what I have. I'm not gonna be. Focus on all the noise uh, behind us, everybody. you know. So yeah. because at the end of the day, if you do good, they talk smack. If you do bad, they talk smack. So I'm like, Can't as long as everybody. we're doing good, you know, like that's all I care for us. And at the end of the day, even right now, I can say like, you know, my my, my circle is is my wife, my my baby, my parents, and there's a few close friends. You can say, you know, that's my circle. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of people I talk to, and there's still some friends that um that I met when I first moved. We still stay in touch. It's not the same, like. Hey, let's go to the bar. Let's do this. Like, we text sometimes. There, there's still some that support me. You know, yeah. so I'm, 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 I'm thankful for that. Not everyone fell off, but they understand. You know, you get to a point. It's not about being better than someone, but it's just about being okay. You have different circles. Yeah, priorities change. Because right now, like, you know, I have. You can say I have a couple friends, but I can't. For example, I can't talk to you the same way I can talk to him mm-hmm. because maybe it's just different. You know. Yeah. Maybe you have more softer sides than, than he does, and if I talk the same way to you, maybe he takes it the wrong way. You know. So yeah. you just gotta be careful the way you communicate. And at the end of the day, all friendships are, are great because maybe you know you can help me uh, do some moving stuff that maybe he he doesn't want to get dirty on, but I know he's a great guy mm-hmm. and he 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 helps me with other stuff. So you gotta have a big circle, but at the end of the day, it's like really. Um, you know, people are that are really gonna be there for you, support you. Yeah, and and that's really important to to have because, you know, sometimes for example, like who are those friends that if, if you were to to break down on the side of the road that would be for you? Yeah, you know, sometimes you're like shit. Well, I don't really have no one like that. Yeah. You know, it's like that inner circle. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's just crazy. To, you know, to, I, I to ask about the inner circle, bro. What are your what are your qualities that you look for for the inner circle? No matter even if it be one, two, your wife, small circle. Like, what are the qualities that you look for? To determine if someone is like really like down for you, like you know, for me, honestly, the the biggest thing, and it's because that's how I am. It's loyalty. That's mm-hmm. all I ask for. Yeah, loyalty. If it's for my from employees, from friends, that's all I ask for. Just loyalty. Be real. That's all I care. Like, I'm I'm very generous, and and my wife sometimes like you're too generous without even really knowing the person, but it's because like I like I have a really high sense. Like I feel something when like them. Like I got good energy from him. Mm-hmm. You know? And if there's there's things I can help them right away, I'm like, hey, you know, um, yeah. 
here's here's some things that you can work on. And I know I know I know it's probably gonna help you a lot, you know. And that that's just the type of person I am. If you're really loyal, and and you're really real about it, like we're gonna have a really good friendship. But if you're just trying to come to my circle to use me in some way, I, I'm gonna know right away, you know. Because there's the people, don't lie, there's people, there's people right away that like I'm like okay, you come out of nowhere. And you're like kind of like kissing ass pretty much that you just want to really want to be part of it. But you don't, don't really know. know me, man. I don't know. Yeah. You know, it, it, yeah. it, you can tell right away when someone wants to be like that. So for me, I'll, the main key word is loyalty. That, that's it. I could say that's I could say that's that's probably one of my big my biggest one as well is loyalty. Loyalty. And then on, on, I guess honesty goes with it too. truthfulness. Yeah. And being real. Like tell me exactly how it is. Exactly. Um, the core qualities, you know, I think, and it goes into core values. Like, what are yeah. your core values as a man, you know, for your family mm-hmm. like, as well? Like, loyalty definitely stands up there for me. Yeah, it's, it's like, for me, loyalty is everything. Uh, my family is everything. And I just hate bullshit, you know, just be straightforward. And uh, that's just, like, the the um, the same way I'm with my employees, you know. When, they're, they're n- n- when there's something that goes wrong, there's mistakes, there's problems, hey, guys, just, just be like, hey, it was me. Yeah, just be about it, you know. Don't hide. Like, just it happened, and just be honest. Just, just stay loyal to it. Like, don't don't talk crap about each other, and and let's all grow together. You know, that's 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 what I focus on because I hate when people, like, people get over their heads. You know, people are doing better, and people are like, "Eh, screw that guy, Mm. help him. You know, but you 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 may know a, a couple of things that could change his life for free. And you don't want to do that. You know, you just want to keep it to yourself. You want to take it to the grave. Yeah. And I hate that. Yeah. I hate that, you know. And, like, for me, like, I, um, if I see people struggling, I, literally, I'd be hitting them up on Instagram. Like, if, if I see that they're really wa- wanting something, hey, bro, like, you should kind of, like, work on this. Like, like it's crazy because now people from high school to the small high school that I went are hitting me up. And yeah. then those people, like, we... we it's not like we we just stopped our friendship. Like everyone did their thing, and people went like all over the United States, and now have people that when I was there, I was a freshman. There were seniors hitting me up. Hey, bro, I see you doing good things. Keep it up. Um, I'm trying to get my 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 first business going. Um, what do you suggest? I threw a few things. He's like, damn, bro, I didn't even think that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Thank you, you know. And now he's getting the answers that he's looking for, and and just just like. Just like that, you know. Well, it's, I, bro, I've always said this, man. It's all about just providing value. Yeah, that, that's all. Like, it's about. if I got something that could help you out, mm-hmm. and 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 it's not gonna cost me anything to give to you, bro. Mm-hmm. Why, why, why am why I gonna not? take this to the grave, like you said? Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. provide the value because at the end of the day, I believe in good karma. Yep. I oh, believe, absolutely. I believe God's gonna pay you back. Mm-hmm. You know, and and what from what it sounds like, bro, just me sitting here listening to your story, bro. You got God's favor all over you. I, I do, and I think that's one of the things that that people hate on the most. Mm. I, I, I talk to uh, to my wife about it all the time. I'm like, do you see, like, I'm not saying I have the perfect life. I, I have problems. I have a lot of problems, you know, but the thing is that I, instead of focusing on the problem, I focus on the solution, and no matter how shitty my day is, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to have positive energy. And tell me why, like, God always gives me, like, Boom, here's like bigger solutions, bigger blessings. I'm like, damn man, like that's just crazy how it works, you know, like and at the end of the day, it's 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 about doing good things, but without having that like well I'm I'm, I'm giving away to charity because I, I want God to give me more. 
No, you just do it. It's apart from from the heart. Just do it from the heart. It's from the heart, so. and good things happen. You know, so so when you have that, you know, not, no one can take that away from you. They, it's you like hate on it, but no one's gonna take it away. From it's you. like what they say in tithing, bro. They say that if God could trust you with a little bit, mm-hmm. He could trust you with a lot. Absolutely. And what He did was, He trusted you with getting that position as just a regular serviceman, yep. right? And you fulfilled and you did everything possible. You did it the right way. Mm-hmm. Right? And now look what you got. He Now he's giving you more, more doors. More he's giving you more blessings. Mm-hmm. And continue to do that. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times we ask God for like, whether you're spiritual or not, like, or a believer or not, like, you ask for all these blessings, yeah. but you can't even do the little things. Yep. It's about... He can, he'll give you a lot. He'll give you everything that your heart desires. That says it in the Bible, but you got to be able to put him first and you got to be able to, he's got to be able to trust you with the smallest things first, you know, and it seems like you're doing that. Yeah. And, and for me, it's, it's, it's all about that. Just giving back genuinely. And, um, I just feel like it's always like, I'm like, I'm doing great, but it's because of the guy above, you know, like it's really because of him. He's really like blessing me more. He sees that the, the things that maybe the people that hate me don't see, apparently, you know? Because a lot of people just see the good stuff on social media. That's why social media, people could get the wrong image, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, he's traveling, he's doing that, he's doing that. But if you were to post the shitty stuff you go through, maybe they would have more respect for you. Oh, yeah. But then who has time for that? You yeah. Know? No one has time for that. To prove to others that you're doing the right stuff? Like, no, like, like I said, at the end of the day, people are going to hate on it uh, regardless. So, um, for me, I, I always like focusing on helping others, helping like helping my employees more than anything. Because if I can help my employees, then I want them to 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 do pretty much what happened with my my previous boss and me. I want to do the same you thing give for them. Back. You know, I feel like every time a mentor is always pouring into me, mm-hmm. he's always told me this. He said, "Whatever I give into you, make sure you just do it for others." Yeah, yeah. Pass it and on. He says, "Like yeah. hands down, absolutely." Mm-hmm. And then that the law of attraction, the law of abundance. Mm-hmm. Whatever you put out into the world just always comes back. It, it, back it's at you. guaranteed. And, and I was telling you the other day, I'm, I'm a huge believer in that. Like, just being in the shop sometimes, like, I'll be walking, I'll ask my my, my, my right hand, hey, have you seen this uh, this person? Oh, no, you haven't. He hasn't been here. And uh, I was telling Armando that it either happens that same day, a couple hours later, or a few days after. Yeah. He's like, hey, bro, did you call him? I'm like, call who? Remember you told me about this person? I'm like, no. Like, uh, why would I call him? It just came, and it happens so often. I'm like, at the end of the day, you get what you think about, yeah. and that's what you're attracting. So if you're at, if you're thinking about negative stuff, you're attracting negative stuff, you yeah. know. So I tell them all the time: no matter how bad of a day you're having, attract good energy. Yeah, you know, today's gonna be a good day. I don't yeah. care if the world's falling behind, but it's gonna be a better day, you know. Yeah. So it's all perspective. Yeah, it's just the way you look at it, you know. And, and I've taught that to them, and now they're like, damn, like. What, what have I been doing all my life, you know? Yeah. And at the end of the day, it just starts with the, the moment you wake up. Yeah. People overlook. People are so focused. I want to be a millionaire. Yet they forget, be grateful for waking up today. Because people that are millionaires don't wake up the next day sometimes, you know? So nice. you got to be grateful for, for waking up another day. That's more valuable than a- any dollar amount, you know? So people forget that. And oh, yeah. going back to that, you know, people that forget that, God maybe doesn't give as much to them. Just because they're not thankful. But they're not that, being you know? thankful. Yeah, you got to yeah. be thankful yeah. for what you have. Practicing that gratitude is something that's really big, man. Yeah, absolutely. I can see you're really big on personal development, which now I, I'm starting to put the pieces together on why you're doing this big event. Mm-hmm. 
right? Yeah. Let's talk about the big event because I, I can see you're big into personal development. And it, it, it's, what type of conference is this going to be? So it's it's pretty much for, for anyone that's that's ready to, you know, follow their dreams. We all got big dreams. And, and I feel like sometimes uh, they stop because you, you choose to, you know. And we're going to be focusing on mindset. Um, I'm bringing, you know, people that are very successful, making a lot of money. And they have that background, you know, being homeless, uh, living in the car, you know, working at the swap me. Like when you hear things from people that have uh, gone through that, you can relate. Oh, yeah. You know, so that's why I'm bringing those people to show them, hey, guys, it is possible. Yeah. However, these are the blueprints. This is what you got to do to get where, where they're at now, you know. So at the end of the day, it's not free. You, you got to work for it. Yeah. And And that's why, like. I'm really focusing on on bringing that value to to the to that inland empire because there's not really anything like that, you know. And, um, I, a lot of opportunities uh, are all over the world, you know, but we don't go out there f- uh, to look for them. And um, when it, it all started as a thought, this was never in my mind. Um, just beginning this year, I, I I put so much money into personal development, and um, it got to the point where like, man, I'm learning so much. I want to pass it on. What about if we do this conference where I can, I know a couple people that are very successful, bring them to the same building and that way people learn from them, you know? Yeah. Because people, I mean, this is, this is just the way we were, we were supposed to, to be working, you know, Monday through Friday, eight to five weekends, party, same routine, you know, and you get older, you get older and then you get uh, retirement and that's just the average. And that's it. You, you get and, stuck uh, in the cycle of life, that's man. That's just yeah. a cycle, yeah. you know? So. Uh, so um, the the purpose of this is to really like, it's really for you. It's for anyone. And and I always meet people that, um, have, oh, I've been in business for 20 years and it's been the same thing. This is a great example. Come come to conferences because when you're doing something for so long and you don't see any results, well, there's yeah. obviously a lot of change that needs to happen. Oh, yeah. You know, so people people think that this event's only for business owners. No, it's, it's for anyone because... People that have no businesses and they go to networking events, they're there for a reason. They're trying to get answers, yeah. you know. And um, like uh, Albert says, you know, a lot of millionaires are going to come out of that, the conference. Oh, yeah. Those are going to be the ones that are ready to apply the mindsets right, and they're going to change a couple of things. Unfortunately, it may not be for everyone, but it's a good start to start focusing on, on going to events like this, you know, yeah. because – you know, at the end of the day, your network is your net worth. And um, that's that's the biggest thing. Uh, I'm huge on personal development. I see it work. And I, I think, uh, personally, I think it's the best investment you can ever make. That's know? the best investment. I because tell people all the time. That's, man. It's, it's, just, it's super yeah. easy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you invest it to yourself, bro. You can never go wrong. You, you know? can't. And, and, you can't. and I'm curious, you know, because in the IE, bro, you're right. In the Inland Empire, you'll always see these events in LA. Mm-hmm. So in the Inland, in, in bringing it to your hometown, like, what does that, one, mean to you? Mm-hmm. And then, two... Like, what kind of people do you expect to attract to it? Because in the community, you know, like you said, mostly Ontario, Chino, like all these nearby Rancho, it's a lot of suburb, more mm-hmm. more like hometown, meet people in neighborhoods, yeah. right? So what kind of audience are you hoping to attract to to your to your conference? And what, what are the expectations coming out uh-huh. of it? Honestly, I mean, I'm, I'm, I feel like uh, a lot of Latinos are going to be attracted. A lot, all your speakers are Latino. All, all my all speakers are Latinos except it. one. Yeah, except, except one, one. One individual. Um, but I think that's going to be the main attraction. And it kind of goes back to the same thing. You know, 
our as a Latino, the the American dream is to come work, buy a home, buy a car. That's it. You know. That I think that's another cycle that we're talking about. You know, like people come to the United States, they get here, they're already winning. It's obviously a better life already. You know, that's part of the American dream. But people have so much potential. Like at the end of the day, we all have great potential, but we don't we don't um, take it to the next level because we don't have the right um, mindset. Sometimes we don't have the right resources. So I think I'm expecting a lot of Latino community just because of, like you said, all the speaker lineups that we have. And um, I really want to throw that message out there. Like, you know, like you, you can't do it. Like I'm just just like me, you know, I'm an immigrant. I'm not I'm not supposed to be a business owner. I don't need like people ask me how how, how did you get so lucky like no I, I, I hate when people tell it's me how did you get so lucky you know it's the worst word no man like it's not about lucky you know it's it's about putting in the work and that's when you choose to get lucky if you hustle you show up every day you're bound to get lucky uh, lucky from uh, from God you know he's like you said you gonna throw blessings at you yeah and and that's how you get you get lucky doing good things you know so I really wanna really wanna help out the community in that sense you know. Um, Obviously, I mean, Latinos are taking over the world, and I think we're the fastest. We're, we're yeah. one of the fastest growing populations. Absolutely. So, what better way to to do it even bigger? Yeah. You know, opening a business. You know, st- stop working for for someone else. Stop stop making money for someone else. Because as a business owner, I'm. I mean, I am what I am because of my people. That's just how it works. Yeah. So, for for me, I'm so focused on helping my people have their own store. Why? Because if I'm helping them have their own store, that means that I gotta level up. I gotta make stores for every single one of them, you know. So that's 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 what we're up to right now. Like I have a great team, and and I'm like, hey guys, next year we got two stores coming up. Who's gonna be the the next two managers? Yeah. You guys want more opportunity? Well, there's opportunity. Are you ready for it? I don't want to get to two stores and then um, I need to hire someone out outside to come into my company as a manager. I don't want to do that. That's like uh, skipping so many steps. Yeah, out. start from the inside out. No, so I got to I gotta give the opportunity to you guys. So at the end of the day, that's like the culture that we have. It's all about winning together, you know, and um, I help them. Like, there's something that sometimes people don't understand, like especially business owners. There's those business owners that they want, they're in it for the money. They don't care about what's happening to Joe or Frank on the sidelines, you know, like they're having a shitty life. But as long as money's coming to him, that's all he cares about, you know. Mm-hmm. For me, it's not like that. Like, I don't, and I think that's why I gave him more blessings because I don't really worry about the money that is coming in. At the end of the day, it's just a material thing, you know? If I can help Joe or, or, or Josh or whoever in, in my company, I'm going to help him. Hey, if he's having money problems, hey, bro, here, here's here's some money to help you with your problems, you know? To, to talk on that, bro, you mentioned to me when we were speaking about that you do one-on-ones with all your employees mm-hmm. every two weeks. Yeah. Can you shine a little light on, like, how you break that down and why you do that? Yeah, of course. So uh, part of having a great team, it's it's about being a great leader, you know? And sometimes um, as, as a boss or a manager, you know, you can demand so many things from your people, but that's not really how it works, you know? You got to make sure it, it goes deeper. So I, I, I have uh, I have a lot of meetings, you know, throughout the week. I meet with my salespeople uh, before work, uh, 7.30 to 8 a.m. And we just talk about how is everything going. I'm helping them, you know. We do role play. We do that. We have team meetings once a week on Fridays um, after work. And then I have one-on-ones with them. The one-on-ones, it's, it's not really just to talk about work. More than anything, sometimes we turn into more personal than, than work. Because how do you expect the... Uh, uh, someone to be a great worker if they're having a, a horrible personal life. That's really good, man. You know, wow. It's 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 hard. Like, 
how do you expect someone to show up at work and, and have so many high expectations when at home it's a shitty life? Yeah. You can't have that, you know? Yeah. So you gotta focus from the ground up, you know? And, and that's something that I help, help my people with. Um, sometimes, I mean, you can tell, like, they've been with the company for a while. They're like, it's right here, but it, it, it just can't come out. Once it comes out, they're like, oh, I, needed a, I, needed a, I needed that to come out. You start seeing them like coming out of the comfort zone. I'm like, damn, hell yeah, you know, let's go. Uh, they, and and I give them that push. Come. Hey, bro, like, like, let's go. Like, you gotta focus on this. So something that I, I like doing, like, for, uh, for example, like when it's financial, I love it because I can help them even more. You know, I was once in that in that um, situation. You know, money was really tight. I didn't know how to control it. It got to the point where I was I was making more money when I became a manager, but it was all going to the sidelines, to the to the partying, to the bad friends, and all that stuff. You know, so. I like breaking it down. I help them. And, I mean, I know a lot of people, you know. I am in with a chamber. So, sometimes if it's something that I can't help them with, hey, contact this person. He can help you with this, you know. So, it's all about, like, really. And, and now they come up to me. Hey, bro, uh, I got this going on. Uh, can you, can you kind of, like, help me with that? First, perfect, you know. And sometimes when, when uh, the personal is on the on, on a good side, hey, uh, you know, so you're doing great, bro. Keep it up on the personal side. Mm-hmm. Right here, I think what you need to work uh, on is X, Y, Z, you know. You're doing great. Let's just twitch these things. And uh, he's, okay, perfect. What do you think I, I should do to get there? You know, this is what I think you should do. Let's give it a shot. If it doesn't work, let's talk about it next week again, you know. Yeah. And I think it, I think you could, you you earn that trust from your yeah, yeah. from your people yeah. when you build that personal relationship with them. Absolutely. Right. No, that's that's where it starts. Now, now it's like, hey, we have ground level where we could have just heart to heart, like, mm-hmm. If I tell you you got to adjust something or work on something, it's it's not because I'm trying to be mean to you or try to be a dick to you. It's more yeah. just like, hey, this is this is just what I'm observing and 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 how could we get better from it together? Yeah. How could we adjust? And then people will realize, okay, wow, Nestor's really wanting to get me better. How can we take the steps forward? What are the next steps? Okay, Nestor say I got to show up on time. Okay, yeah, maybe it's true. Maybe I good. I do I do got to show up on time. Yeah. Right. I think people could see that, man, and, and people could really appreciate a leader like that mm-hmm. because that's somebody that I would want to work for. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's you really know, and, then I, and now it's like I tell my people, I'm like, damn, like, um, we talked about it before when the year started. I'm like, you know, I want to make something so big that I don't have to longer be posting jobs on Indeed. Like, they come to us. Yeah. And they now mm-hmm. they see the movement. They see the content. They see what we do. And, and at the end of the day, you know, all my employees, when I take them out, like we go to Top Golf or have good times anywhere, they pose and they're like, damn, I want to be part of it. So now I have people like. Culture. People are like calling, hey, are you guys hiring? On Instagram, are you guys hiring? You know, and, and then friends of friends, are you guys hiring? I'm like, you know, at the moment we're not, but feel free to stop uh, by and, and drop your resume, you uh, know? A leader told me, bro, that if someone leaves a company, they don't leave the company, they leave the leader. Absolutely. And the same reason why people are going to follow. They follow the leader. Exactly. Really, the company could be what it is. Mm-hmm. But a good leader like yourself, bro, they'll follow you. Yeah, and, and that's really what you got to focus on, you know. And tell me why March of this year, when I learned the previous month that, you know, it all starts with people, with leadership. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, that's true. I never, because before I would do meetings like one, once a month, everyone, an hour, and that's it. And something I, I learned from Grant Cardone was like, they have meetings every single day. Every single day before they start work. If they start work at 9, they have a meeting at 8.30. You also mentioned yeah. the way they start the meeting. They start the meetings right. of all positives. That doesn't yeah. matter if the, the, the office was falling apart the day before. All right, let's 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 talk about positive. What what are some wins? Oh, yeah, I, you know, I did this. I did that. Okay, great. And and what are you doing? You're creating the energy for the day. And that's why that's they have something good going it's on. Good. You know? 
That's good. So Very that's something positive. that I learned from them. Um, and another thing is like they 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 have a bunch of great leaders. So I'm like, okay, if you really focus on on what he's doing, but really how he's doing it, like that has to be the main focus, not on like where he's at now, not the end result. You know, like I, I just thought to myself, okay, I need to do this because I don't do that with my team. So tell me why the moment I started doing that, the next month just went like just took off. Yeah. Why? Because now it wasn't more like a demand. Hey guys, we need to make this much. Or hey guys, this is the goal. This is the target. It's all about the comment. It's all about. Now it's like, like it's like they came in like, fuck, let's go, bro. Let's let's go. Like it's a culture. Like, it's hey, a one mission. Up, bro? Like you know, one like, mission, one goal. Yeah, and then I, I tell them all the time, you gotta hold each other accountable because if you don't hold each other accountable, we're gonna have people coming in a hundred percent and others coming at sixty percent and eighty percent, and everyone has to be on the same level. How do you know? how do you how do you facilitate? How do you maneuver that? What? That right there, what what you just said. People coming in at 60, 80, 70, and they're not... Obviously, not everyone's always going to be at 100. We know that. We're all human. Yeah, and, and I think at the end of the day, it just comes back to the one-on-one. Everyone's wired differently. Mm-hmm. And I, you, you you as a leader have to understand what motivates them. That's how you get 100% from each one of them. Obviously, you're, you're wired a certain way. You're after something, and it's completely different than he is, you know? So when you have one-on-ones... You gotta ask them, okay, hey, so, um, hey, hey, John, so what's your uh, five year plan? Well, I don't know, I don't have one. Okay, let's work on it. Like, we gotta make sure you, you do this, you know? Um, you know, so we gotta talk, like, what, what's, why are you even working right now? It's not to pay your bills, it's just think outside the box. Yeah. Well, why are you doing what you're doing, you know? Like, so let's, let's think bigger. So when I, when I do that one on one and I, I tell them, hey, uh, what's your goal? And, and I write everything down. So I have a, a personal journal for every, every employee. That way, Damn, strong. That way, I'm like, hey, hey, Josh, so how how's it going? You know, I, we talked about this, and uh, you haven't talked to me about this. Like, uh, what's going on? Man, right now, you know, it's it's uh, it's just falling a little bit behind. Eh? And we can't get uh, we can get like that. You know, we gotta make sure that you're executing. If you have any and questions, like come back to me. You know. So when when they they're telling me, oh, I'm having a really bad day. I don't know how it's gonna go today. Hey, bro, just focus on. On the thing that you told me the other day that you need to give your wife a new ring and then you gotta provide for family a house like just think about that just think Goals. about that you know and something that i told them on your phone you know if there's something that you if you want like obviously everyone wants different things but if you want a certain car put it on your screensaver the first thing you're gonna see every single day Shit, like well i'm really hustling today for this if you have a family like me i, I have my family on, on my phone when i have any problem I'm like, okay, fuck, like, obviously you get pissed. Everyone gets pissed when, when there's problems, you know? But then when you understand, like, okay, this is just, this is just, like, a problem that it's an opportunity to to make uh, make improvements and get better. And, and, like, for me, it's just, like, a, at the end of the day, it's just mindset. Okay, I just look at them, I'm like, okay, I got to make this shit happen for them because I can't let them down. Yeah, I, I can't saver. let them down, you know? So Look at my screen saver real quick, too. <laughs> I got a car. <laughs> what you hey. got, Paul? <laughs> I got me and my chick, bro. You got your family, yeah. Hey, got, you know, at the end of the day, <laughs> things are going a certain way. You, you look at your screen, you're like, man, I can't let my girl down. Yeah. yeah. Can, you can't let them down, you know? Because the moment you start getting comfortable, that's uh, okay. I mean, I, I gave them what I could, and, and, you know, it is what it is. There's people like that. That's, that's what people fail, you know? Yeah. yeah. But I, I think when, when, when you really hold someone accountable, you got everyone coming in uh, fired up and all cylinders, and that's what you want, you know? Yeah. And, and we're to the point now, like, if, if, Everyone sees, they. everyone knows how each other operates, you know. If someone sees that someone's, like, coming in, like, oh, what's up, bro? A little more serious. Hey, what's going on, bro? Let's pick it up. Energy, hey, energy. You know? Energy. 
they get like oh fuck you thank you you know now they gain that confidence back like okay let's fucking go you know and then now at the end of the day it maybe it can help with a personal problem they're having with their spouse or their their friend or who or the parents you never know it's it's really i mean i what really stands out to me the most, man, is how much you, you do care about the personal life. And the personal life reflects your business life. Yep. And I, I, I learned that early on, too, bro. Like, where it's like, if you're doing the personal habits really bad, you can't expect to be winning in business. No. It's the same correlation. Like, the same things you do in your personal life, if you're drinking, if you're going out. But let's scratch that. Imagine you're not doing that. Let's say you're, you're going to church every Sunday or you're, you're drinking water every day. You're, wa- you're going to the gym every day. You're, you're eating good. Just a reflection of your, of your business as well. It's... You know, uh, there's a saying, you know, uh, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Yep. And nice. that's it's facts. It's yep. just huge, you know. So if you're lazy doing something just because you don't like it, you're going to be lazy every time. Yeah. You know? yep. yeah, so it's, 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 it's simple, you know. Yeah. And uh, over the weekend, uh, I driven, driven seven, something that how was that, bro? It was amazing, yeah. man. It, it was really great. Um, one of the things that um, Alex talked about was the fact that um, your habits will make you. Mm. It's so true. Yeah, it's it's so true. Habits will make you or break you, because at the end of the day, if you're having shitty habits, how do you expect to to have the dream car, the dream life, the what whatever you want? Little you're things. never gonna get there because you're so focused on on certain things, you know. So, I got so much from like like I said from from driven, and um, you never know who you're gonna meet. You never know who you do business with. Who who's it out to you the most? At driven, bro. That was that was a good lineup too, and hopefully we we'll uh-huh. probably get someone from Driven on the, on on the podcast too, bro. I mean that was a that was a great lineup. Maybe Albert. Yeah, yeah, I mean, man, like like I said, it's all about a, uh, we we talked about it yesterday with Albert. You know, it's all about loyalty and having um, the right circle, and it just opens up more uh, opportunity. Yeah. We like, talked about that a yeah, lot. Even at the CEO dinner on Friday when we met. Yeah, yeah, that's that's all it's about because at the end of the day, if, if you're serious about doing certain things, you have the right circle. I have a lot of contacts. You have a lot of contacts. You have a lot of contacts. We can all swap contacts. Yeah. But obviously, we're not gonna swap contacts if if like man, like well, he does have know, it, but I don't know so if he he really needs it. You know, he's he gonna take advantage of it. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's just really focusing on that, like help help each other, but make sure that it's the right circle. You know, because there's circles for everything, and and um, you know, just like an example from that, Albert. Uh, I mean, I, I've been around for for a while lately. Um. A lot of events, uh, I kind of see the same speakers over and over again, so they they um, kind of recognize me. Some t- some of them do. One of them is Brad Lee. Um, yeah. I'm I'm a huge fan of him, and I always see him around. And uh, one of the connections we had is that we had the same broken pinky, mm-hmm. and it's uh, he's the one that realized. You know, when he shook my hand, he's like, "What the hell? Yeah, broken pinky." He's like, "Oh, look, me too." You know. So now I was like, that's "Hey, what's funny. up, broken pinky?" That is crazy. That's funny. Yeah. You know, so that's we have that connection. How, how can he tell? What do you mean? Yeah, oh shit. Yeah, so I broke it in football. Yeah, oh, yeah. So and I never did surgery. Same thing for him in football. Like, it's just crazy. It was his opposite hand. But right away, he's like, "Hey, you have a broken pinky." I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Oh, me too." That's so that's how we connect now, you know. And yeah. and now, I have uh, Albert uh, as a, as a mentor, and and he's obviously in another whole different level. And once again, mentor, he sees a mentee doing the good things, taking a, take, taking action. Hey, bro. Um, hey, Brad. This is Nestor. Um, Let's get him on uh, on on your podcast, dropping bombs. Okay, text me. We give me his number. You know, uh, uh, we're gonna talk on on Sunday. He told me he said I'm going uh, on vacation with Andy Andy Elliott. Uh, but when I come back, let's let's get, let's connect, and uh, I I would love to have you on my podcast. I mean, he charges over a hundred thousand, but that's that's something that's coming free just because of my friendship with Albert. 
exactly. That's just the power of, of the network, you know, the relationship. Power of, you know? of relationship building. So it's just so many things like that happen. But yeah. people are like, oh, I'm not going to pay, you know, I'm not going to pay Albert $10,000 to, to, for his coaching. What the hell? Like, nah. People don't, people don't see that. They yeah. don't see really what it's about. Oh, they focus so much on the dollar amount they're spending versus what they're getting back, you know? Yeah. Immediate, right? Yeah, yeah. Immediate, yeah. immediate and, gratification. And yeah, when they go to, to shop for something, like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll get that, you know, I'll get those, those shoes and this, and then they come out of the mall $5,000, but w- what is that going to make them? Yeah. That's not going to introduce them to new friends. That's it's not all gonna, about development, you know, man. It's, all, mindset, it's all here because mindset, perspective. the mindset, no one's going to take it away from you. Mindset and perspective is what yeah. I've always said. Yeah, that, that, like, that's, that's everything. That's to what's going to get you past. That's what's got me past, and that's what, thank God, has got me here, obviously. But mm. mindset, development. It's, it's everything, guys. So yep. how, how much is the ticket, bro? How, so how much is, how much to get the juice this coming on the 18th, bro? So so you want the good, good ticket. Obviously, um, the CEO ticket is, is the best. Uh, that one's, uh, what, $1,500? If you guys are serious about it, it's a great speaker. Yeah, bro. yeah. That's DM me. I'll, I'll make that happen for a thousand dollars. But just DM me directly, you know. But you go. you go on the website; it's regular price fifteen hundred. But in the CEO ticket, you get lunch, you get dinner, you get to ha- interact, network with all these speakers. You know, we're gonna have Albert Preciado, his wife Sil. Uh, we're gonna have Mikey Garcia, the boxer. We're gonna have uh, Mike Martinez, another local uh, entrepreneur. He's doing really good. Real estate. Um, real Wholesaling. Uh, we're gonna have uh, Richard Martinez uh, from Adrenas Insurance, and then we're gonna have um, Austin Hancock. He's actually coming from Oklahoma, and he is in construction. He's he was once again has a story, has a background. Started as a, as a construction worker. Now he has over ten million in assets. So he's doing really good. You know, that's so awesome, man. That's that's the type of people that that we're bringing in. You know, and uh, I'm I'm super excited because there's so much value, and you you don't. You don't get these. You don't get all these people in one room like so often. You know? No, you don't. You don't. So that's yeah. what people like don't don't think about it. You know, yeah. and when when you get you know you pay just a thousand dollars that you hit me up, you get that through the whole day. You get the front row seating, backstage access, all the good things. Like all the people that are actually committed, those yeah. are the people that you're gonna get the phone uh f- a phone number from Albert from all the speakers because they know that you're serious. You paid something. Yeah, so you're there for a reason. You know, so. You automatically earn their respect. That's just how it works, you know. So, yeah, they give you well, more time. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and I mean serious. for for Albert, I mean he, the first uh, uh, investment I did with him, it was an hour for ten thousand dollars. And now, I mean, you got a thousand dollars for the whole day. So it's yeah. just like yeah, yeah. to perspective. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. think about that, you know. But if at the end of the day, you just gotta be there. And um, as long as as you have for uh, you know forty nine dollars uh, for the executive ticket, the uh, general seating, it's forty nine dollars. You spend more at that at at the restaurant. Yeah, and and forty nine dollars like it can make you thousands of dollars, millions of dollars That's if you really take action. You know, That's but a fact. you just gotta be there. Depending on on what you have to spend, I know money's tight, and I know it's it's a tough economy. But at the end no, of the day, it, it's value. Yeah, it's it's, it's, value. it's what you gotta focus on. Because I have I have an annual conference as well. Okay, that's right. I have cool. an annual conference as well, and what I tell people is, look, you're getting all these speakers, you're getting over. Million te- over ten million dollars yeah. of knowledge, yep. experience, things that they have gone through. Absolutely, on one stage in one room mm-hmm. at one location, and you never know who you're going to be sitting next to. Exactly, the man. person next to you. It may not even be something that the individual on stage said. It mm-hmm. may be pers- the person next to you mm-hmm. that takes you to the next level in your yep. life. 
So it doesn't matter if you're sitting in the front row. Of course, try and get as close yeah, as yeah. you can. Of course. But even if you're, you never know who you're going to be sitting next to. And something that Brad says, the more hands you shake, the more money you make. That's and a it's fact. It's a fact, you know, because just from driven real quick, you know, I sat in the front this, this time. I, I was fortunate enough. Uh, I had the money to pay the ticket. Uh, very uh, blessed for that, you know, but. I met so many people. Like, it's amazing. Like, people all over the United States. Oh, yeah. From Hawaii, we got from uh, Miami, mm-hmm. from Orlando, from Texas. Like, yeah. it's, it's crazy. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, a lot of those people are coming to an event. Yeah. Nice. Just because one, oh, I, I want to really want to support you, bro. And then the other the other few were like, ah, damn, I really look up to you. They're older than me, but they're like, damn, you're 27. You're doing it. Shit, why can I do it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I really want, he's like, I really want to uh, create a, um, a relationship with you. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be front row. I'm gonna tell my friends. But all I think, uh, one thing I ask for, can you just really help me? Uh, you know, do the same thing you're doing. Like, of course, bro. We're, we're here to help. Yeah, you yeah. Know? That that's what it's about. It's for the people. It's not for us. It's for the people. You know, because at, uh, at an event, really, there's no profit. The, the The event is really for for everyone to go and create, uh, get some knowledge, network. Yep. That's the whole purpose of it. Yeah, brand but people just. People think differently, um, but that's really what an event's about. They you think know? they think it's a free event, man. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, the, the venue alone, yeah, yeah. the venue yeah, alone yeah, yeah. charges. Yeah, <laughs> you know, everything, the production, yeah, the lighting, so, so, so all of that. So, it just keeps <laughs> adding up, you know. So, um, you know, one of those guys I met from um, from Florida, uh, that's my boy Anderson. He's having an event in April. He's like, hey, bro. He's like, that's badass. Uh, I'm from Colombia. You know, I'm, there's a huge Latino community in Florida. I'm doing my own event in April. I, I want to fly you in with your wife. I'll pay for everything. I, I want you to be a speaker at my event. I think it'd be great to oh. connect. I'm, to, but just look at what happened. To, dri- just from driven, driven, you know? Yeah. I never even... I'm like, damn, uh, Florida, you know? Like, not even from here. Like, Florida. Like, damn, I, have to, I have to go to Florida, too. Doors open. Like, damn, oh, that's crazy how many doors, like, you know? Yo, I gotta, yeah. It's just... It's, it's, it's amazing, man. So... Hard. It's just really like you say, you know, if, if you do go to an event like this, obviously it's a you're taking the right step being in the room, but might as well just make the best out of it because there, there's people I see all the time. They're in the back. They're like, oh, man, I don't want to. This is what I will you know? say if you guys are going on the 18th. Take a journal. Absolutely. Take a journal. Take a pen. Sit as close as you can to the front. Turn your phone off. Pay attention mm-hmm. because the speakers have value. They're on that stage for a reason. They have a ton of credibility. The best thing that you could do for yourself, don't even do it. Don't do it for Nestor. Don't do it for the speakers. Do it for, for yourself. yourself. Mm-hmm. Sit at the front, pay attention because there's one thing. If there's one, if you want to earn the respect of the speakers on stage, take notes and ask questions. Cause I could tell you as a speaker myself, the one thing that pisses me off the most Oh yeah, is when people are on their phones yes, and we're sticking and we're yeah we're and we're speaking. Yeah. That is as a speaker, you you just automatically just forget about you push them to the side. Bro, I'll never forget. I was watching Ed Milet uh, on stage, right, and then this dude in the front, right in the front, was on his phone. Mm-hmm. Ed Milet stopped everything he was doing, bro. Like he was like he was mid story, and everyone was into it. And he's like to put the tension on. He's the- like, you, you really fucking on your phone right now. <laughs> He's like, I make I make triple what you fucking make, and you're on your phone, you're a piece of shit, like on stage, bro. I'll yeah. light you up. Quiet. I'll light like, you up. So yep. don't be on your phones like, and uh, enjoy, enjoy. enjoy. Yeah, so. because you know you're paying. You're already paying whatever ticket you get. You're already yeah. paying for it. Yeah. You're there for for for. 
for yourself. You, you gotta you be there to, yourself, to make bro. make better things. You know, yeah. so you gotta make really take action. You gotta take notes, but really network. You gotta yeah. make sure that people know you. You know, that's that's what it's about. Networking. Yeah. Applying everything you learn, but don't just go there to show up and take pictures. Like yeah. it's not about that. You it's know? not cool. I'll, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna support, bro, and I'll be there with my chick. Appreciate I'll tell it, my bro. girl, bro, and, and we'll pull up and, and show some love too. So I appreciate love. it, man. It's been a good episode, bro. I know this Thank probably you. won't be the last time we have you on. <laughs> we always like to ask, bro. <laughs> we always like to ask: Is there any last thoughts that you want to leave with everybody? Maybe something that you wanted to get off. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it, it's this success that we talk about it's it's for anyone that wants to take action and and we tend to complicate our lives more than than they should um but when you listen to the right people you can even listen to the right people by following them on social media you know people that are making a lot of money they always share content that you can grab so many things you can already start making money like right away but you just gotta make sure you're following the right people it's it's all about you know uh learning more from the right people and you start seeing like, damn, like, well, this is not as hard as I thought, you know? So yeah. at the end of the day, it's just got to take action, be surrounded with the right people, and, and good things will happen. That, that's all I got to say. Good Keep our points, bro. And we'll definitely send you that. I mean, this video is coming out before. Yeah, it'll be know? out next week. Yeah, so. it'll be coming yeah. before so yeah. you can have it. But awesome. you gave the Educate Elevate special, man. You guys heard it first. DM him if you want the, the special of $1,000 for the CEO. We get massive value. But if not... Still November yeah, 18th. Yeah, it's November 18th. It's going to be the day. Because uh, all the prices online, I think, for the VIP, I think we got it like $4.99. Uh, I, I, have, uh, I have QR codes for those people that are really serious, uh, uh, that really want to attend. Um, just hit me up. I think the VIP, I got it for like $2.99. And then the, the general admission is like $49. So, yeah. Cool, man. There you go, man. Perfect. Appreciate there you coming, bro. Oh, man. Thank you, guys. All right, Appreciate man. It. Well, we'll see you guys on the next episode of Educate and Elevate. Catch you guys later.